This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Well, the weekend is past us, and sad to say the Blues lost Saturday to the Stars 3-2. Don't get me wrong, it was a great effort for the Blues. They played more like the Blues team that we saw in October, November. Not very much like the team that we've seen recently. They took the lead into the last half of the third period, but things kind of fell apart on them, and they lose this one, as I said, 3-2 to two in overtime. After we go through the highlights of this game, we're going to talk about a few other things. We're going to talk about the impact of Ryan Reeves, former Blue, his trade to the Golden Knights, what it may have on the Pittsburgh Penguins, why they got Reeves in the beginning from the Blues, and what were they thinking in moving him. So we're going to get into that after all the highlights and the postgame interviews and my thoughts on the game, plus a few other things going around in the NHL. It seems like the Blues are running into hot goaltenders. Are they making goalies look very good? I think in this instance, They just ran into a very good goaltender in Ben Bishop. We all know Ben from his history with the Blues, the former St. Louisan. You know, big story. He got to play for his home team, the Blues. Then the Blues traded him. We know his success that he had in Ottawa and then his success that he had in Tampa. Just a good guy. I'm happy to see him doing well. I just wish he wouldn't have done so well against the Blues. The Blues got off to a quick start in the first period. They really put the pressure on Ben Bishop. Steen would get a great opportunity. Braden Shin would get a great opportunity. But as I said, Ben Bishop was on his game, and he stopped both scoring chances. Yanmark came back down to the Stars line. And losing the puck, Yanmark, Steen's in, saved by Bishop. And he had it momentarily. They blew it down quick. It squirted loose, and we have another one of these little meetings in the Stars' crease. What a chance for Steen. Dell mules it to his own line. They turn it over, chasing back. Shen's in, saved by Bishop, and he gathers in the rebound. That's a couple times Ben Bishop has been like a mop. The Blues outshot the Stars 9-6 to in the first period, and they had much better opportunities. This game could have been 3 to nothing Blues if not for Ben Bishop's great effort. The Blues need to feel good about that first period. They need to get some pucks past Ben Bishop but I thought the Blues really outplayed the Stars in the first period. Ben Bishop just kept them off the scoreboard. Going into the second, you want them to continue that. If they continue that, they've got a good chance of winning this game. Well, they did continue that, I thought, but it would be Tyler Pitlick of the Stars to get the Stars on the scoreboard first with a goal seven minutes and four seconds in. It's one to nothing Stars. So late, kept in at the line. The shot by Gunnarsson. It's Schwartz, lead pass, Pitlick's in, scores! Tyler Pitlick on a breakaway. They break through on Hutton and open the scoring here at AAC. What a heads-up play here. Puck stays in the zone. Roussel takes a quick little peek, knows exactly where Pitlick is taking off. 
Tyler Pitlick makes no mistake here, finally on Hutton, but Roussel leads it right through the middle of the ice. Pitlick gets his head up a couple different times, picks his spot up over that hand. Carter Hutton. That goal would be Pitlick's 13th of the year. Roussel, just a key pass on that play. Awesome assist. Seven minutes, four seconds in. Dallas is up one to nothing. And I tell you, they were lucky to be up one to nothing in all seriousness. The Blues were really outplaying them. The Blues didn't panic. They didn't go into a shell at that point. They kept battling and kept battling. And they looked a lot, like I said, the team that played in October and November. And they would come back with a beautiful goal by Ivan Barbashev. His fifth of the year, 13 minutes, six seconds in. We're tied at one apiece. Guys, how impressive has Ivan Barbashev been when he gets the puck and has a chance to shoot? This kid has a great shot. Battle Blues back at the line. Here's Tarasenko for Dunn. A dry rebound. They score! Barbashev gets the rebound and he ties the game at one. Just the classic shot off the far pad. Rebound right in front. And Barbashev is on the doorstep. Barbashev is one of the few players that had been struggling as well with a just a little bit of that flu bug going around and Barbashev is in the right spot. Vince Dunn plays it back to him and then right back over there to Dunn. You have to have that shooting mentality. They've been getting it here in this period. A huge goal for the Blues. They've dominated the Stars at this point and for them to be one to nothing going out of the second it just wouldn't have seemed right. Barbashev gets them on board, lifts them up, shows them they can at least score something, gets his fifth goal. Dunn gets his 12th assist. Tarasenko putting some hard work on that one gets his 30th assist. 13 minutes, 6 seconds in. We are tied at 1. There'd be no more goals at the end of the period. Both goalies played well in that period, even though they gave up a goal each. Carter Hutton stood strong. The Blues outshot Dallas 15-14 to 14 in that period. So it was a much more open period. Going into the third period, it would be back and forth. I thought the Blues still dominated the first part of that third period. And 12 minutes and 43 seconds in, the guy that we missed for most of the year, Jaden Schwartz, gets his 19th goal, takes it upon himself, takes a puck, takes it across the blue line, does a little stutter, and then picks up speed and puts it right past Ben Bishop to give the Blues a 2-1 lead. He'll race to center ice, goes wide on Russell to the net, shoots, he scores! Schwartz gives the Blues a 2-1 lead with 7.17 to go. Didn't look like there was much room on that stick side. And Jaden Schwartz bangs it home with a quick flick of the wrist past the stick side in the near post of goaltender Ben Bishop. Bishop is relatively deep in that net, and it didn't look from my vantage point like there was anything right there. But speed through the neutral zone, and the Dallas Stars uh, allow freedom there by Jaden Schwartz, and his instincts are good with a full head of steam, and boy, was he good in the last game against the Detroit Red Wings and setting up the Petrangelo goal. Oh, but Swivel Schwartz just gets flying down the left side and finds that spot. This goal is all due to Jane Schwartz's effort. He took the puck, took the blues on his back, skated, did a little dipsy-doodle, just kind of paused for a second, put it right past Ben Bishop, and I'm going to tell you something. Ben Bishop had the perfect angle to that. There wasn't much there, but just like the Petrangelo goal against Detroit, they found a way to score. Schwartz gets the goal his 19th. Pareko gets his 26th assist. 12 minutes, 43 seconds in. The Blues are up 2-1. to one. We're feeling pretty good at this point because the Blues are playing very good. But just like in a lot of other games this year, they started standing around. 
They weren't moving their legs. They weren't taking guys out of the play. They were allowing the Stars to get pressure on Carter Hutton. And it paid off for the Stars. They would tie the game on a goal by Radulov with just two minutes and 56 seconds left in the third at two apiece. Out to Ben. His shot. Fought off by Hutton. Out in front. They score. Alexander Radulov. That goal doesn't happen if it's not for John Klingberg and his ability in those hands. Dipsy do around Barbashev through the legs. Draws everybody deep. Pops it back to Jamie Ben. Ben gets his head up, picks a spot, gets it up to the net. A lot of traffic. Radulov stays around the front of the net. Tyler Sagan spins around on his backhand. Radulov does not leave that front, keeps his stick on the ice, gets just enough of it to slide it past the right pad of Carter Hutt. A huge defensive breakdown by the Blues, allowing Radulov to get open there. Just not, not a good play. That would be his 24th goal. Tyler Sagan. And Jimmy Ben also did some hard work on that goal. Sagan got a great pass there. 17 minutes, four seconds in. It's two to two. And you're kind of not feeling very good at this point, but you're hoping, hey, the Blues kind of fell apart a little bit in the last six minutes of the game, seven minutes. They're going to step back up. They're going to take this game from the Stars in overtime or maybe win it in a shootout. But it wasn't meant to be. The Blue Killer, Jamie Ben, gets the overtime goal to give the Stars a 3-2 win. It's to go in overtime. Sagan picks the puck free. Out to Ben! Scores! The captain kind of set his own agenda here this afternoon. Oh, did he ever. And the Stars deserved it here in overtime. Steven John moves it up. Tyler Sagan, what a great effort to pull this puck out of the corner. Stays on it. Hesitate, hesitate. Get it to Jamie Ben. And Ben just blows it by Carter Hutton. Nice job by Jamie Ben, though, also buying a little bit of time so he doesn't slide past that high slot area. And then he snaps the stick for good measure. What a tough loss for the Blues. Just tough all over. Jamie Ben, the bad guy all around. I'll get into more of that after the postgame interviews. The Blues didn't have any shots on goal in OT. I know they only got in to a minute and 56 in, but the Stars outshot him 3 to nothing. Jamie Ben was basically just left wide open in front of the goal, about 10 to 15 feet. Puts it past Carter Hutton for his 22nd goal. Tyler Sagan, who had a good game for the Stars, gets his 26th assist, and the Stars win it 3-2. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. Shots on goal, the Blues actually outshot the Stars 37-34. Faceoffs in favor of the Stars, but not by much, 52% to 48%. The Blues were 0 for 4. And they've got to do better on the power play if they want to get into the playoffs in these last few games. The Stars only had one power play. They were 0 for 1. Penalty minutes. The hits were 23 for the Blues, 30 for the Stars. Blocks were even at 13 apiece. Giveaways were pretty close. The Blues had 14. And the Stars had 13. Let's go ahead and get into the postgame interviews where we're going to hear from more disappointed people. We're going to hear from Petrangelo. the recently returned Robert Bortuzzo. And, of course, Coach Mike on this loss in overtime to the Stars. Yeah, they got a point, but it's not what they wanted. Looked look like you had them on the ropes there. Obviously, a tough one to, tough one to lose. So. Yeah, that's the frustrating. I got to be harder in front of the net there and I'll let that one go in. And we got to find a way to score some goals, especially at the end of games when we have opportunities. You had chances early, too, a couple, yeah, couple breaks. Shots, but two goals, so we got to find a way to score and um, shut them down at the end of games. 
obviously this time of year, the way things are, coming out with a point's not not good enough, huh? No, we'll take one point over is nothing, but it's still not good enough. That we're chasing these guys in the standings. We needed two tonight, so uh, it'll be a tough four days here to uh, regroup and get ready for an important, really important stretch in California. What do you think uh, changed the momentum around there? Uh, because you seem to be have them on the ropes, you know, late in the game until they, they got that chance and they scored. But I think we still controlled the pace of the game until the last minute when they scored, and then over time, you never know. So. 58 minutes is not good enough. You got to play 60. Did, uh, did you see anything on the, the goal that was disallowed? Or, or no, you... I actually have no idea, to be honest with you. I didn't even see what happened. I was stuck in the huts. So, you, you, you take anything out of the fact that, I mean, you guys look like you're playing back to playing, you know, your yeah, style. Yeah, we played a hard game, but obviously, it's again, you got to get results. I've said that for too long now. It's played the game hard. There's a lot of good efforts tonight, but you got to find a way to close out games. Is it? Uh, it seemed like you guys had the momentum, were in control. How huh? it's got to be uh, crushing to to lose it late like that, huh? Yeah, it's, it's tough to digest right now. Um, it's frustrating. Um, at the end of the day, at, at this point in the season, it, it can happen. And um, like I said, it's it's tough to digest right now. But uh, nothing you can do. It's uh, you got to put games behind you at this point of the year and bank points. We're we're glad we got one there, but. At the end of the day, it's unacceptable. And, um, but having said that, you got to park it and take a couple of days here to be ready for, uh, you know, a big West Coast swing. You guys, uh, I mean, I know it's little to no consolation, but at least you're after that rough patch. It looks like you're back to playing more of the Blues style of hockey. Would you say? I mean, yeah, I think so. Um, and we had our chances tonight to to put a couple goals in there and maybe, uh, you know have a lead earlier in the game and whatnot, but, uh, you know, that sports, um, you know, our work ethic was definitely there. I thought we, uh, you know, had some good pace to our game. We were good through the neutral zone and um, got out of our end generally as opposed to, or except for a couple, you know, extended shifts in the second there. But uh, like I said, right now it's just about points and, and banking those and winning hockey games. Bishop's played well all three games against you, hasn't he, this year? He has, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's Obviously, a very talented goalie and um, tough to beat for, for probably a lot of teams in the league. You know, we get the lead, and late in the game, we have to play with a lot more confidence, a lot more assertion, a lot more um, aggressiveness. So, you, you, you know, have to play smart. Um, sometimes we have to make some smarter plays in some situations, but, uh, you know, we I feel like a lot of times we go into a shell and we just sort of hope to, to hang on in these situations where that's not the right that's not right the way to do it. You've got to keep defending, but you've got to do it aggressively. We need more of a killer instinct. So I'm, I'm sure you expected a push from them at the end, but you, you, then you were kind of on you were on your heels. Well, that's the on. thing. Of course, they're going to have a push, but you've you've got to you've got to react to that, and you've got to push back, and you push back with your game. Um, again, you don't you don't just try to hang on and try to hold on. That's that's not the recipe. And, uh, you know, for the better part of the game, we are very strong in our defending and our execution. Um, we get the lead and then we try to hang on. And that's, you know, again, obviously, that's not that's not the right way to do it. You have to continue to play your game and do the things that you're doing. And you play smart, for sure. You make sure you're in the right side of things, but you have to keep checking and, and being aggressive and, and keep executing. Otherwise, they just get the puck and they just keep coming at you. Do you have any kind of view of the disallowed goal? Uh, just from the monitor, yeah. yeah. Looked like it was kicked in. Um, that's what we said to the refs, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
this late in the season, especially where you are, I guess one point on the road is not good enough, huh? Well, not when you have a lead like that. No, that's, uh, I know uh, it's a day off tomorrow for the guys, but, you know, come Monday we'll start talking about how we have to bounce back and, you know, look at some of the good things we did, whatever the case is. But tonight, this one just stings. So let's look at the positive of this game. Number one, they played as a team. They played for each other. I don't like the fact that when Jamie Benn had Petrangelo down on the ice, kneeing him and putting his gloves into his face and punching him, that nobody stood up for him. Petrangelo didn't stand up for himself. Nobody went after Jamie Benn. I do understand you don't want to give the other team a power play, but that kind of stuff has happened way too often with the Blues this year. Teams taking liberties with the players, hitting them, roughing them up, and nobody stands up. Nobody does. Braden Shin has done his best to do that, but do we really want Braden Shin doing that? I don't mind a physical game from Braden Shin, but that's not his role. It's not his role to go in and be the enforcer of the team. Some people don't think an enforcer has a job anymore in the NHL. Look at what's happened to the Blues without Ryan Reeves. Look at what's happened to Pittsburgh since they traded Ryan Reeves. They have been taken advantage of. Boston just beat the crap out of them because they know nothing's going to happen to them. Teams will continue to do that to the Blues if they don't have somebody that steps up and stands up for their teammates. And I know Petrangelo's not a fighter, but you're the captain of the team. If you've got other people on your team not doing it, especially if you're the one being, being mangled, you've got to step up and do it yourself. Heck, Vladimir Tarasenko stepped up for his teammates. He's a scorer. And everybody else just stood around and watched. That is one negative in this game. So we've talked about a positive and a negative. Positive, the Blues played 52 minutes of very good hockey. It looked like the Blues from October, November. I cannot say anything bad about that. For the first two periods and then the first part of the third period, up until that Jaden Schwartz goal. After that Jaden Schwartz goal, it's like they got soft and got comfortable, and this team does that way too much. They need to improve on that. The negative in this game. I think a lot of us have thought that Bo Meester was not healthy even when he came back, but he came back and played injured. Apparently, he's needed hip surgery since December, and he's put it off. I give the guy a lot of credit for that. I'm not a big J. Bo Meester fan at this time in his career. First couple years with the Blues, that was a good contract. Now it's a bad contract. But now he's going to be out four to six months. The Blues have to decide. Are they going to keep him? Are they going to buy him out and let him go? It's going to cost him a lot, about $3.4 to $3.6 million to do that. I don't see the Blues doing that. I've got no problem with him keeping him if he can play. If he can still be productive, I don't expect him to be the guy he was three, four years ago. I just don't. And I don't think anybody else should. His body has logged a lot of minutes. He's a tall guy. And in the NHL, when you play that many minutes and you're a defenseman, your knees will go out. Your hips will go out. It's a tough sport in a tough position. He's lasted a long time, playing 19 to 26 minutes a game. His body's wore out. But like I said, if the Blues bring him back, I'll fully understand it. But please don't tell me that he's your top three or four defenseman because he's just not anymore. And it's nothing against the guy. He's got a lot of heart. He plays hard. 
If they bring him back and play him 14 minutes a game, 13 minutes a game, I won't have a problem with that. If they put him out there and try to say he's their top three or four defenseman and play him 18, 20 minutes a game, it's going to hurt the Blues. It just is. It's going to hurt them a lot. And there's another injury. Scotty Upshaw's injured. He's going to be reevaluated in four weeks, which is the end of the season. If I was the Blues, I would just shut him down. Even if they make the playoffs, I would just shut the guy down. He's an older player. Not old, but he's not in his prime anymore. The Blues will have a lot of tough decisions this offseason with Bo Meester, with Upshaw, what young kids they're going to bring up, what young kids they're going to keep in San Antonio. A lot of tough decisions. Since Stasny's gone into $7 million a year, maybe a couple other guys might be gone. I'm hoping they'll take a run at a top free agent like John Tavares. Whether John Tavares will want to come here or not, I don't know. Does he think the Blues have a chance to win soon? I really don't know. It's all according to their plans. If they bring in a couple veterans and get rid of a couple veterans and make this a little bit of a different team and bring the young guys along at a decent pace and don't expect this team to be full of young guys and be successful, that doesn't happen. Look at the Arizona Coyotes. They got a ton of talent, and I mean a ton of talent. They've played good in the last 10. They're 7-2-1, but the rest of the year, they've been up and down. That's what happens with young teams. Do the Blues fans have enough patience if the Blues go mainly with young players? Are they going to put up with a team that maybe doesn't make the playoffs for three or four more years? I heard Doug Armstrong say, I guess it was last week or the week before, now he can put his stamp on the team. Well, God damn it, you've had plenty of years to put your stamp on this team. I've heard that every couple of years. Okay, now I can do this. Now I can do that. It's, it's time to put up or shut up. Same thing goes for the owner, Mr. Stillman. What do you want this team to be? Do you want this team to be a team that just makes the playoffs? Or a team that's competitive? Or do you want St. Louis to really win a Stanley Cup? There's just so much that can go on with this team. The offseason should be interesting. Are they going to try to move on from Berglund? Are they going to try to move on from Sabotka? What are they going to do about that $5.7 million cap hit of Steen? Because Steen's not going to get better. He's getting older. He's only going to get worse. And you've got a 34, 35-year-old guy making almost $6 million a year and putting in 10 to 12 goals and 25 assists. That's not worth almost $6 million a year. And please don't tell me he's a two-way player and makes up for it on the other side because he's not that anymore. He has flashes of that, but he, he doesn't have the consistency to be night in and night out a great two-way player like he has been in the past. And just as I said about Bo Meester, I'm not knocking him. That's what happens when you get older in the NHL. The Blues should have seen that and thought about that when they re-signed him. They seriously should have. The Blues have a lot to do in the offseason. Should be very interesting. Whether they make the playoffs or not, it should be interesting. Myself, personally, I think they're going to have a hell of a time making the playoffs. Because the two teams right now that are out of the playoffs are Vancouver and Arizona. That's the only two teams they play in March that don't at least have somewhat of a chance of making the playoffs. I know the Rangers haven't been playing well, but they've won three in a row since the trading deadline. They're trying their best to get back in it. Whether they will or not, I don't know. But this is going to be a tough month for them. There's 16 games left. They have to win 12 to 13 games to solidify a playoff position. Can they get in winning less than that? Yeah, but it's going to take a lot. A lot of other teams are going to have to lose a lot of games. These teams that are ahead of them by two, three, four, five points, 
six points, one point, they're going to have to play bad too. So we're just going to have to see where this team goes. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just not. If you think I am, <laughs> send me an email, D at droppodcast.com. If you think I'm right on the mark, send me an email too and let me know. A lot of you guys keep sending me emails, asking me questions, and I'm getting it ready. Big announcement here. Starting with the next episode, I'm going to be doing a question and answer at the end of the podcast where you guys have sent me in questions about the Blues, my thoughts, and uh, what I think about uh, your opinions. I'll be honest with you. Won't be mean. Won't be rude. I'll just be honest and unbiased. Also, if you guys want to, I just started a Patreon account. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash the Drop Hockey Podcast. If you want to become a patron, that's great. If you don't want to, that's also fine. I just started it to help with the cost of the show. No big deal. I do have a goal going on right now, and you can go to the page and look it up. If I reach a certain goal, I'm going to give away three replica NHL jerseys. Once I reach that goal, for those that uh, subscribe, I will most definitely give out those jerseys. So I want to thank everybody for the time and this drop podcast. Thank you for listening to me whine. Thank you for listening to me get excited for the way the Blues played in the first two and a half periods or so. I was excited about it. Let's hope they can continue to do that. If they can continue to do that and play every game, they do have a chance to get in the playoffs. So let's hope that does happen. Thank you again for joining me. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy, have a great rest of your weekend, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.